AI machine learning is fundamentally changing collaboration, and we see it inside of teams. Teams are very liquid. We need to keep up with the way our people like to work. It has truly made us more efficient. This is exactly what we've been waiting for. This is how we think the world of tomorrow will work. Welcome to Teams On Air, where we bring you the latest on modern collaboration and intelligent communications in Office 365. Hi. Thanks for tuning in to the Teams on Air podcast. This is our introductory episode of Teams on Air. I'm your host, Delanda Coleman. Every two weeks, Teams on Air brings you subject matter experts from Microsoft and across the industry. We explore use cases for modern collaboration and communication scenarios, which can help you be more productive. We also demo the features and discuss the roadmap of Microsoft Teams and bring to light our vision for intelligent communications. If you're available, we do stream our show live so you can tune in and ask us questions. For the first episode of this podcast, I thought I'd do something a little different and special. Today, I have a few team members I work with on a daily basis. We discuss with you how we're using Teams and how it has transformed our collaboration. These two guests are both on the marketing team, and we use Teams every day to run our business. Everything from meetings to content creation to communications is done in our favorite tool, Microsoft Teams. You'll hear from our discussion that our team is very collaborative, and Teams is a great enabler for that. In our discussion today, we explore the current trends in the workplace and how we use Microsoft Teams. I'm hoping this gives you some practical guidance on how Teams can impact your team's productivity. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope Teams on Air becomes a valuable resource for you as it helps you achieve more. So guys, would you like to introduce yourself, starting with Rana? Hey, I'm Rana. I'm a product marketer on the Teams team, capital T, lowercase t. And uh, I focus on messaging for our SMB and kind of millennial end user audiences. I'm the token millennial on the team. <laughs> There's a few of us. <laughs> hey, I'm Farron. So I focus on enterprise marketing within the Microsoft Teams team. There we go again. And uh, my focus is very specifically on activation amongst our business decision maker audience. So focusing on um, departments such as marketing, HR, sales, finance, and of course, IT. Cool. And I focus specifically on uh, meetings within Teams, so all the experiences that you have when you join an, an online meeting in Teams, as well as some of the experiences that you have in um, a physical meeting room location. So I am happy to bring you two on here today because we uh, love talking about Teams. <laughs> but the first thing before we jump into Teams, I'd love to give our audience a little introduction in terms of what are some of the modern trends that we're seeing in the workplace and what's happening in the workplace. And the first trend uh, that I think is really important is mobile and social. Would you agree, Rana? Totally. I mean, when people collaborate today, they're using social apps. 45% use social tech in their day-to-day work. And we're also starting to use more and more devices. In the past five years, the number of devices per person has increased 400%. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And I think the smartphone has really completely changed the way that we communicate at home and at work. I mean, people live on their phone. I know I live on my phone every day. It's the first thing that I do when I wake up in the morning. I check yeah. my phone. And in addition to that, people are using all these different apps and experiences. So by the nature of our work, we're just kind of jumping from one experience to the other, one device to another. And that is really putting or can put a strain on the way that we work today. 
Definitely. I would agree. Uh, today, I I now have uh, a couple of laptops, a few <laughs> iPads. I have an iPhone in my back pocket, and I also have a smartwatch. So <laughs> it's just crazy. That's a lot and, to manage. And I yeah. use them all for work <laughs> and personal, but... <laughs> Uh, it's definitely a trend that I think is an important one to recognize, and it is impacting how uh, the workforce is engaging. Totally. Um, the next trend that I think is really important is uh, the diversity and global nature of organizations today. Would you agree? Absolutely. So some of the trends that we're seeing is that the workforce is becoming more and more diverse. So it's been said that for the first time in history, there are five generations of people all working together in the workplace. And guess what? Every single one of them has their own background, their own different expectations, their own way of collaboration, and their own preferred collaboration tools. For example, you know, some people are more comfortable chatting on a phone, others prefer email, um, some prefer face-to-face. Myself, I prefer, you know, chat-based application tools, but it's so important to have the right technology tools that kind of caters for all of those needs. So the workforce becomes a lot more inclusive to to map to this um, trend of diversity. Teams are also becoming geo-distributed, so people are collaborating with people inside and outside the firewall. Employees are no longer necessarily in the office, let alone in the same time zone. So some of the stats that I read recently is that the IDC says that 72% of employees are going to be working remotely by 2020. Now that's staggering, and it means that it's going to become a lot more challenging to have those face-to-face discussions. So there's a greater need to enable collaboration regardless of geography. Yeah, that multi-generational um, uh, perspective that you bring is really important because not only, uh, you, you know, you're working with multiple generations who have different anchoring moments in history that, you know, really position them or f- have them frame their context of how they want to engage with others differently, you know. A baby boomer has a different historical context versus a millennial or now that we're seeing a lot of Generation Xers uh, or excuse me, Generation Ys come into the the workforce pretty shortly. You know, they have a different modality. They've always had the Internet connected. So they're going to have different expectations, too. Very true. Uh, Yeah. Um, And I want to talk about millennials a little bit because, you know, some of the stats are saying that millennials will constitute 60 percent of the workforce in the U.S. by 2020. I can tell you in other developing markets that that stat is even more um, contrasted. So, you know, having the ability to kind of bring all these different generations together, including millennials, with the right technology tools has now become more important than ever. Yeah. You know, Microsoft has produced many communication tools, one being the leader in communication, Skype for Business. And it's been an awesome application to use as it brought together our calling, our meeting experiences, our IM experience, and even presence together. But I think in this new paradigm, in this new workforce, and all these trends that we talked about, we needed something different. And that's why we introduced Teams, right? Totally. Yeah, I really think when we think about why we created Teams, it was going beyond just that baseline of communication, calling, and uh, instant messaging, and video calls. And we really needed to take that communication and put it in a place that really was situated within how people actually work and the stuff that they create together and produce together as a team. That also speaks to the different communication styles within each of those modalities. So Mm -hmm. me personally, yeah, I like chat-based tools, but I'm someone who communicates almost exclusively in Giphy's because it makes me happy and makes me feel closer (laughs) to my teammates at work. And we're really seeing that and having this one hub that can go 
from, you know, baseline communications all the way to super rich content creation while you're communicating at the same time is something that really the modern workplace needed. And Teams is this open transplant transparent platform, which really supports those diverse work styles and those distributed teams because, you know, you may be a part of a team in a conversation but not need to pay attention to every single bit and piece of the project that's going on. But because Teams is open and transparent, you can hop in and get up to speed whenever is right for you in that moment and that project. And it really supports that open sharing. And we know that the best teams are teams that have diverse perspectives and have totally. the designer sitting next to the product uh, engineer, sitting next to the marketer, sitting next to the HR professional, because all those minds coming together really produces the best uh, business outcome. Yeah. And I mean, just on that note, I mean, if you think about the ideation process, Teams is ideal for this because you have the ability to bring people within your team. You have the ability to securely bring people from outside your team and have them co-create and collaborate and see an idea all the way from ideation to go to market. And that's quite incredible to have one tool that facilitates all of that. And to your earlier point of the organizations being more uh, global and diverse, this is a great way for people who are not physically in your building and uh, who are located somewhere else to now be brought into uh, an environment where they can collaborate, they can instantly join a meeting, they can instantly uh, have a conversation, and they can have some fun with gifts. And (laughs) And you can can do do it all in one place, Delanda, without having to switch between multiple applications. But even if you're a team that is all in the same location and sees each other day to day, like ours, majority of our team is in the same city in, in Washington. I work from home at least one to two days a week. And last week I was working from home the entire week. So I was waiting for a washer dryer delivery and then I got the flu at the same time. (laughs) And just having teams and being able to see all the conversations and almost have that quick hallway chat type of culture within a product that can move with you wherever you are is really incredible. You raise a great point. I mean, even... um you know, uh, are experiencing working together. I spent the last week last week in Singapore, and you know, I had I had meetings with both of you <laughs> over the phone. She haven't had, had had a meeting from an aircraft. Now, I've, I've never <laughs> seen that before. I, I did actually call teams. him from the plane. <laughs> That's impressive. It was really cool. He said, "Where are you?" I was like, "I don't know, New somewhere over the alert. Pacific." <laughs> So um, one of the things that I really enjoy about um, about uh, us being able to do that, me being in Singapore, you being in Washington, you being at home on the couch, was that I um, had conversations with you, and I started the conversation, and that conversation just continued to exist. Um, you know, I was kind of jet lagged. I was <laughs> I was kind of in a sleep coma. Well. <laughs> And so I may or may not have forgotten key pieces of information, but because we were chatting and keeping that conversation going, when I got back to Redmond and we jumped back into the conversation, I could remember and just pick up right where we left off. So I I love the beauty of the persistent chat capabilities within Teams, because I think this really maps to one of the increasing trends that we're seeing in the workplace now around collaboration. And, you know, you think about the benefit for a new person coming into the team, they can jump straight in and start contributing from day one. And they have the full context and and the history. Exactly. Yeah, for us, like uh, our team, we put on, I want to say, three to four major events every year. And there's always one lucky person on the team who's kind of responsible for executing that event. And that responsibility changes hands year over year. And Teams is a really great way to just give someone an archive of here are all the conversations and all the decisions we had to make around this event and when we had to make those decisions, what content came out of those decisions. And so just having that kind of onboarding process as a little 
team, tie it with a bow and hand it over to someone is really, really helpful. That's a, a great example. And um, the one example in there that I'd love to pull out and tease a little bit more is the file sharing, right? And the capabilities that is this work-based based file sharing that's all related to the project. How many times has someone dropped something on a file share and it just kind of disappears? Yeah. <laughs> you don't know where it is. You don't know where to find it. And having everything stored directly in Teams has been really great because now you have context because you're in the space and where that um, that particular project exists, and you can see all the files related to that uh, stored right there. And so when people change, when the teams change, um, the the content and the decisions and all the all the rich artifacts of that team don't go away. Yeah. So I, I think that these are all great examples. And I know that a lot of these examples that we're talking to are not, not unique to Microsoft. So some of the trends that we're seeing, you know, through customer engagements and other feedback mechanisms is that there's really this movement towards transparency and inclusivity in how decisions are made. Organizational structures are becoming more and more flat. People are on twice as many teams today as five years ago, and that's really quite staggering. And those teams are quite dynamic. It's rare that people don't change on a a multi-month project, and I know that we can attest to, to this as well. So being on more teams has also led to an increase in the amount of collaboration. Workers report that 80% of their time is spent on collaborating. And I'm talking about times in meetings, calls, and other collaboration um, mechanisms. Mm. Yeah, you say some really interesting things, like the work week hasn't changed. Generally speaking, it's still, you know, eight to five or so the number of hours that you have per week hasn't really changed. But the amount of teams, the people that you have to collaborate, the matrix of things that have to get done are increasing. And so having a tool like Microsoft Teams be a mechanism to help really quickly like cut through the noise. Exactly. Thank you. Having to be able to cut through the noise and be able to just deliver and work and collaborate more effectively is really important. Yeah, that concept of like collab overload is really an interesting one. Like you just mentioned, the time in the day hasn't changed, but we're just doing a lot more. And for me, there's, I think, you know, there's a couple of things that Teams has helped me with. Like there, my inbox used to be flooded with the, hey, did you get this? Hey, did you review that? Hey, I just checked in. I just had my edits. And, you know, those are important pieces of communication because you're checking in with your teammates, but they're just noise when you're sitting through your inbox and that's coming in. Mm -hmm. Moving all of that to a quick chat or representing it with a like uh, motion in Teams is something that's really helped just kind of remove that clutter from my inbox and from my brain. And then also things like, you know, being able to focus your attention on app mentions in Teams. I can filter all of my notifications by who's specifically called me out and said, hey, Rand, like, I need you to look at this right now. And just being able to triage and focus my day in the morning has been incredible. Yeah. For me, it's been able to um, uh, minimize my contact switching. So, you know, I have a list of projects and I list them in priority. And so then I just go to the first project and I go to the relevant teams and I focus my energy and time in that. And then I move down to the next project and the next team. And so that's a night for me, it's been really helpful for me to just sort of focus my energy and focus my time on on the key priorities. Yeah. I know you're going to like this one, but my favorite is actually meetings. So like in my experience, the clutter doesn't go away, (laughs) but Teams just finds a way of bringing all that clutter together in a sense that makes, in a way that makes sense. So um, as an example, um, just recently I was editing a document, co-editing a document with a colleague of mine, and we were able to go into a chat around that document and we got stuck in a particular point and we were able to jump directly into a meeting. And the benefit 
effort of having all that context pulled into that meeting means that we can focus on a more productive outcome. Exactly. I totally agree. And the speed in which you can schedule and prep for a meeting has been so much helpful. So if I schedule a meeting, I can do that in Outlook today with an Outlook add-in for Teams. I can also invite a couple of individuals, and Teams will suggest meeting times for me based on who the attendees are in the meeting. And that's been a, like just a time saver there. And then because we're in this team-based workspace, now when I'm prepping for the meeting, I can have all the relevant contexts and files right there in front of me. And so do the attendees before they join. And then if you think about as you're moving into the meeting and the experience that you have in the meeting. It's very rich. It's very collaborative. You know, we can have face-to-face meetings with high-definition video. We can do application sharing, desktop sharing, and pretty soon we'll be able to have people from outside of the organization join with key features like anonymous join. And when they join, they can join with the web client. They don't need to download the Teams client. They can just join really quickly. And the last thing that I want to talk about is just that post-meeting experience, right? Mm -hmm. So any conversation that we had before the meeting, during the meeting, any chats, any recordings, everything is just stored right in the conversation history. So it goes back to that original concept that we were talking about of a threaded conversation. And that conversation history in the meeting, outside of the meeting, is all stored together. That's fantastic. Yeah. See you next time. See you next time. Thanks, everyone. All right. Well, that was just a brief introduction of what Teams is capable of doing, and I'm so glad that you were able to tune in. Before I go, I wanted to leave you with a few ways in which you can watch or listen to Teams on Air. The first way is to catch us live every two weeks, Thursdays at 9 a.m. PST. We go live and stream our show with Skype meeting broadcast. This is a perfect way for you to watch us live and ask questions as we do Q&A. Afterwards, we post all our episodes on YouTube, and you can watch us on demand there. And starting now, we're introducing this podcast. So if you can't watch us, you can certainly listen to us on the go. The episodes after this episode are edited versions of our live show. We hope you enjoy. If you want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter at Microsoft Teams, hashtag Teams on Air.